Whitfield and Ian Harris. It's episode 122 for the 12th of November 2009. Hi there, James. Hi, Ian. How's it going? I'm going great. And here we are back on the couch, episode 122. Brilliant. Where we aim to filter out the good stuff from the fire, fire hose of media Pre- and technology media news. news going on. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so, so we've got a uh, usual roundup of what's happening in the world of business, uh, technology, content delivery. Uh, mobile news, a bit of gaming news, and other weird and wacky things. That, so we're trying uh, to cover all the, all the interesting and relevant news in terms of uh, our industry, which is broadcast and entertainment technology. So, Indeed. So, um, straight in there, I guess, on the old business news. Mm. Um, now, this is, we sort of talked about this before. This is um, mm. the BBC trying to do some over-the-top content, I think. Isn't that what it's all about? No, this is... Uh, BBC had previously uh, looked at the idea of uh, encrypting some of the service information for HDTV in the UK. Uh, specifically right, this is for, for terrestrial transmission, though, right? Yeah, because uh, at this point, you're, you're looking at uh, delivering HD over terrestrial, uh, unencrypted, because that's what the BBC does. Well, that's part of their license. That's yeah, what they need to do. That's yeah. what they need to do. And uh, some of the the people that provide them with content have been getting a little uh, excited about the fact that they were delivering uh, unencrypted HD content out there in a digital mm-hmm. format. And so they looked at an idea of uh, encrypting not the actual content itself, which would then prevent them from uh, breaking their, their license agreement, but some of the service information that would um, thereby prevent... Uh, uh, the wrong set of boxes, shall we say? Um, getting hold it's not of the encrypted. This is encrypting it with um, Huffman compression. In my mind, that's compressing it. Yeah, but this is kind of well. Yeah, that. Too. And it would only tell you how to decrypt it to the certain people who make sets of boxes. Mm-hmm. I guess they want to stop, you know, piece. But then you know, any media center PC is going to have a, you know, be able to sniff that out if it's just Huffman encoding. It's not going to be yeah, a secret be for very long. Is it easy to to un? Unhack, I would have thought. Mm. It would de- decompress rather than decrypt. <laughs> that would be right. the technical term, wouldn't it? That's right. So, um, uh, so BBC applied to Ofcom and said, "Hey, how about this? We're trying to do this so mm-hmm. we can get some cool, funky content." That uh, well, I guess they want to be able to sell things like Blue Planet or Life in HD on Blu-ray discs, yeah, don't they? I mean, which is fair enough. But I mean, then, unfortunately, yeah. that's uh, that's not what they were made to do. So. That's right. Oh, well, Ofcom said, "Yeah, that sounds pretty cool to us, uh, but we'll mm. need to go to the public and the public." The public said no. Mm. Mr. Joe Public popped up and said, that's uh, not what I pay my license fee for. Mm. Uh, um, so for the moment, they've decided to put a halt on that, um, mm-hmm. which may have some implications. Yeah, I mean, I can see the argument that uh, if if I'm a movie, a Hollywood movie studio and I've got mm-hmm. my fabulous HD content, am I going to sell it to the BBC who are going to broadcast it unencrypted to um, the entire of the UK, presumably someone is going to get a copy of that and put it straight on the net. So I can... Well, so I that's can a no, isn't point. it? Yes. I mean, I think this is the problem the BBC is facing. You know, it's, yeah. it's uh, the whole licence fee and broadcast is where it came from and now suddenly it's distribute mm-hmm. anywhere, anyhow. And yeah, HD exactly. causes a few issues as we're seeing. So, yeah. um, you know, let's watch and see how this one plays out, but it's uh, not making it any easier, I must say. So, Indeed. Hmm. 
So we've got a, a swag of technology news uh, yes, here. Yes. And um, something I've discovered, is, and I'm not sure how to pronounce this, so I'm just going to have a crack and, 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 and fail. Um, but there's a, a search engine called Wolfram. Alpha. Alpha. <laughs> That's it, yeah. Wolfram Alpha. This is from the guys, I think, that made the Mathematica, uh, mathematical modeling package. Mm. Um, and and uh, it's very much real world and computational focused. I yeah, think. it's very interesting because some of the questions you put on Google, Google does a bit of this. If you put into mm-hmm. Google, um, what is five times seven, then it'll tell you what the answer is and and uh, how much is uh, 57 degrees in uh, Celsius and Fahrenheit, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Wolfram's service seems to uh, take that one step further uh, by trying to capture not so much a search of other pages, but... Uh, more intrinsic knowledge that it can give you an answer on. So, for example, if you put in what is the capital of Denmark, it'll say... It says D. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The capital of Denmark is Copenhagen and it's got uh, a million people and it's located here and here's okay, a map yeah, and all that yeah, kind yeah. of stuff. So, uh-huh. And uh, you can, uh, because of the Mathematica background, you can say plot x squared plus 2x plus y and, and uh, there you go, mm. it gives you a little picture and plots it out for you and so on. Uh, and you can say things like, uh, how many calories are there in a Big Mac? And uh, mm-hmm. it tells you that the answer is 631 calories. Can you Have believe you that? Have you tried doing that, though? I mean, I've tried putting in things, and often it doesn't quite understand the arguments you put in. Yeah, I tried I tried a few... Um, if you think, you know, what is, what is the weight of the earth in oranges or something <laughs> like that? You know... <laughs> I was wondering that just the other day. <laughs> but, I mean, that's the kind of thing that would be more interesting, wouldn't it? That's anyway, true. Maybe well, that's just me. Um, uh, but, uh, but do let us know if you've got a wacky kind of search, because I think everyone does have their favourite Wolfram Alpha search where they'll, you know, the, you could probably say how many grains of sand can you fit on a chessboard or something like that, you know. Yeah, okay, well, I'll give that a go. But uh, a, little, a little interesting from the normal kind of Let's just find what the internet has to tell me about this. It's um, actually trying to collect, mm. collect and... Uh, and I think they've signed up itself. with Bing, haven't they, this week or something? They have, yeah. So the announcement was actually about Bing taking on Wolfram Alpha's results. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went straight to Bing and tried this out and it didn't work at all. So uh, and then I read the actual details and said, oh, yeah, it's coming soon. So yeah, coming it's coming to be integrated with Bing, mm. but not quite yet. Well, another kind of web feature, which we talked mm. a little bit about, is... Um, Google Latitude. Now they've introduced a history feature. Yeah. So you can see where you've been. And interestingly enough, you can delete where you've been as well. <laughs> well that's going to be you... very handy. <laughs> um, but, uh, I, and the reason why they're promoting this is so that you can actually get alerts when your your friends are nearby, but only if your friends are nearby and it's an unusual time or place for either of you. So if you kind of meet every day at work, then it won't bother to tell you. But if you uh, happen to be okay. near each other and you're down the pub, then it'll say, hey, um, James is nearby. Standing next to you, buying you a drink. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. Right. So he is. There we go. <laughs> How about uh, So, yeah, I mean, well, there's quite a few services doing that as well. Um, another thing which I'm going to surprise you with here, which isn't mm-hmm. on the list, mm-hmm. is an Israeli company called Face.com. Face.com, okay. What do they do? It's got a, um, they, they've gone public with an application on Facebook, which will alert mm-hmm. you when someone posts a picture of you on Facebook. Right. But, oh, okay. So you don't have to be tagged. You just have to be in the picture. Exactly. You just have to be ah. in the picture. So you, yeah, I think you have to idea. tell it who you are. So you basically uh-huh. let it look at some of your albums and it will right. identify faces. And then you can get it to um, send you an alert 
if someone sticks you up on there. So if you're just a face in the background at the strip club, you, know, <laughs> you can take that off. Fantastic. So that you can get it ripped out or... So I suggest you register for this very fast, Ian. <laughs> Excellent. So have a look at that. Um, cool. That's, that's really, so it's actually doing facial recognition on other other photos. That's amazing. Yeah, and you can, I mean, Jeez. you can submit all your friends on Facebook to Face once you've signed up to it, which seems a bit bizarre. Hmm. But uh, I'm not sure about that. Interesting. Anyway, um, I can now track where I've been. Anyway, yeah, least. so I put myself up for uh, latitude history so I can see where I've been. Often I forget mm-hmm. where I am and where I've been. So <laughs> so where I've been. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, and I've put alerts on as well, James. So if you happen to be buying a beer near me, then hopefully it'll tell me. Touching. Yeah. Mm. Excellent. Excellent. Um, so, other stuff. Um, I think this is more kind of paranoia. Uh, mm is there was a report on um, that in Brazil, mm-hmm. in a particular state with 3 million people, um, there's been some people doing hacking. This is quite history. It's pretty old. It's like 2007 and 2005. Mm-hmm. And someone said that basically someone hacked into the power grid. It's a bit like, the is it War Games, the movie, where the, mm-hmm. you know, the kids are able to take down the private sector um, and causing big sort of power outages and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, but so I think it's more of a sort of fear and saying that, you know, hackers could get into the system and switch off power. Mm. Um, so I think it's just an excuse the government can say, oh, we have to switch a few things off. There's not enough juice going around. Blame the hackers. <laughs> uh, I go. mean, it's funny how uh, it is quite amazing how dependent we are on electricity to do everything that we do. Mm. Um, and... Uh, even even after a number of hours, all our battery-powered devices are going to go flat. And well, that's assuming the things they talk to are still working. <laughs> Unpowered as well. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, at the bottom of every mobile <laughs> mast, typically there's a you know there's a generator powered on gas yeah. or oil or mm. you know, fuel of some kind. So yep. um, so uh, mobile uh, towers would keep going for a while, but even then they'd switch off as well. So mm-hmm. mm. that's not too bad too much. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, um, the other, so I guess, well, I don't know if it's technology news. There's more 3D stuff coming out in the UK um, next week, mm. which I guess will be when the mm. podcast goes out um, on Channel 4, one of the commercial channels. There's a few sort of signature events going yeah. out. And in fact, in HD as well, um, I got myself some little specs. Um, oh, cool. Where do you get week. them from? Uh, Sainsbury's Supermarket. Right, okay. Please rock up and go. I'll have two pints of milk and some 3D glasses, yeah, please. Yeah, I think they just have a bin, apparently. For, I didn't yeah. know my wife got them, to be fair. But, cool. uh, you know. Uh, That's great. Cause so I was actually looking at uh, the Channel Four side. They've they've suggested you can put up some ten second clips onto YouTube in three D, and and if they like them, they'll actually play them out on on the on TV what, from their TV yeah. or or uh, this is user generated stuff, is it? Yeah, exactly. So you've got ten seconds, okay, which suggests to me there just isn't a lot of stuff around in three D. Then, <laughs> well, I think that's probably right. The the whole three uh, D week on Channel Four really is what three or four programs. Is that right? I could see three programs. There's yeah. some hypnotist. There's the coronation of the Queen. Mm-hmm. They've rejigged and a film Frankenstein or something from 1975. Oh, classic! So it looks a bit of a Me Too kind of thing. But you know, maybe there could there could be some three D ads. That was the other thing. I'm quite cool. excited to see yeah. if there's three D ads. And it, unfortunately, though, it is the anagliptics. Anagliptic is it? So you've got sort of a cyan and an yeah. orange, uh, which apparently. They did say, the blurb I read about it said, if you haven't got the glasses, it looks kind of okay. Right. But the glasses are pretty dark. They're not f- too far from, you know, total eclipse oh, really? specs as far oh, as yeah. I can see. So, 
Um, but hopefully I'll, have, I'll record some of that on my DVR in, in HD and um, cool. report back. Fantastic. So, well, what what what, um, what excited me about that is the fact that I didn't know you could actually upload 3D clips to YouTube. Yeah, they've had a 3D kind of beta thing for a while. Yeah, but apparently, I mean, I didn't know that. <laughs> but um, God, the way you, so last year, <laughs> I know. But it's interesting the way you actually create the three D clips. So you, it just says grab a couple of cameras, preferably the same type, uh, set them up yeah. six and a half, I think inches apart, inches apart. No, okay, it must be centimeters apart. Uh, centimeters, yeah. It's the average width with your eyes. That's the uh, principle of the deal. And so. then uh, you record basically two videos, and you get your mm-hmm. video editing software and place one video on the left of the screen, one video on the right, uh, and then you upload that to YouTube, and it basically recreates it, it uh, into 3D, depending on what sort of glasses you've got, which is pretty cool. Okay. So that's what they'd refer to as side-by-side mode, I uh-huh. think. Right. There we go. So, Very cool. Uh, Very cool. Excellent. So um, let's have some 3D fun. Mm. I was hoping there might be some good 3D movies coming out on Blu-ray at um, Christmas. Have seen but, uh, yet? No, I haven't seen it. I did see, I saw Bolt, but that's not available in 3D. Mm. So disappointing all yeah, around, pretty much. still pretty flat. I actually saw Up... Uh, in 3D in the cinemas last week. Uh-huh. And uh, it's funny because I actually started watching it on the plane on the way back from the US mm-hmm. and in 2D, obviously. And in 2D, thought, very small. <laughs> 2D, very small. And I thought, uh, you know what? I'd actually really like to see this in 3D. So yeah. I turned it off and then got to cinema. And I must say the depth was good, but it wasn't. Uh, and maybe this is a feature of a good 3D film. I don't know. I mean, the film was great, but uh, the depth was like an aspect of the film. It wasn't an integral part of the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I don't know whether that means that it was a good I think film. Or, you know, wait for Avatar is what everyone's saying, aren't they? Mm. And that's um, coming out, what, Dece- mid-December? Yeah, I think so. In time for uh, the holiday season, as yeah, they say. That should, that should be good. Looking forward to that. Mm. So more on uh, content delivery. Right. Um, now, the title here, Meatballs on Connected TV Before DVD. Now, this refers to a <laughs> film title, not um, not the food stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, and this is, I think, Sony Entertainment. Is that what they call Sony Pictures? Mm-hmm. And they're going to release uh, the Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs film, which is another... Mm-hmm. 3D uh, animated. It's Colum- Sony Columbia Pictures, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a 3D animation and that's going to come out on internet TV and, and Blu-ray players. So I guess connected devices. Wow. Um, is it simultaneous with, um, no, before it before comes out DVD, on DVD. Which is quite amazing. So this is an interesting uh, divergence for yeah, making someone, getting someone to choose presumably a Sony TV over any other. I mean, Panasonic have a exactly. similar sort of service. Uh, but if you want cloudy with a chance of meatballs before everyone else, and you need a, an internet-connected Sony TV. Mm, and they did say they tried a smaller scale with uh, Hancock, apparently, uh-huh. last year. So it's not Apparently. the first time they've done it. But, I mean... It really worked. It doesn't say how long before. As a release window, it could be, you know... <laughs> the window could be 12 minutes. It's obviously a bit of hype, and it's worth doing. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, I mean, yeah, the actual movie itself has done pretty well. $174 million in worldwide box office receipts. Um, and uh, Sony Bravio sets and Blu-ray players with internet capability will get it between December 8 and January 4. Uh, January 4 is the day before the movie is released on DVD. Okay, okay so it so is kind of over like Christmas. It's a, yeah, it's a month early, so if you got to... I mean, I look at it as more of a marketing pitch for you know, buying that new Sony yeah, TV. Or the, um, it's like, hey, I might yeah. as well get it. I get films before everybody else. 
Yeah, or a film at least. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Terms and conditions apply, broadband restrictions may apply. So would that influence your um, TV purchasing decision, James? Well, unlike you, Ian, I have a relatively new TV. (laughs) um, um, And you can be fairly certain this would only be available in the USA as well, uh, I would say. Actually, you're probably right. Yeah. So, um, okay. Well, I did see a, a box, and what was it called? Mm, I'll have to I'll have to dig up the uh, the link that I had, but um, yeah, very similar to the uh, BT Vision box, mm-hmm. uh, available in the UK. Does free view? Oh, it's the Fetch TV box. Fetch TV, probably. thank you. Yes. From from the NetGem guys. Yeah. So it does it does like BT Vision does free view mm-hmm. does DVR and does over the top delivery of movies and other content. So I thought, oh, that's cool. But does it do HD or is it ready? It's not going to be HD ready, is it? I don't think it does HD, which is just a bit disappointing because, you know, Mm. Freeview HD is coming, but why would I buy one box now when in a month's Mm. time there's going to be HD everywhere and and I won't be able to see it. Exactly. You're just going to hold out, aren't you? I'm going to hold out, yeah. Because I've got to choose which HD TV based on which movies are going to come out on it now. Well, I know, I'm, if I was you, I'd just think of the TV as the display and you're going to need some kind of partner box anyway. There's mm. always going to be a better box coming along, isn't there? So that's a good point. Good point. Mm. Right. Well, now, uh, moving into mobile, I guess like nearly mm. a week goes past mm. without yet another app mm-hmm. store appearing. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, this and is a, an app store with a twist, though. So what's the twist? Well, it's not, uh, it's not Nokia's app store and it's not... Google's app store, it's Vodafone's app store. Uh, so Vodafone are looking to provide uh, an app store-like service to uh, their customers, but also not just apps, but also be able to share your content, your content, your contacts from one phone to another, from all your social media uh, mm-hmm. uh, friends and and uh, So it's a bit like a kind of cloud-based mm. address book or... Yeah, which is, uh, I mean, people like. Isn't think this already little, offered on people like Palm and things like that, where they offer, mm. you know, basically all the settings are stored on the cloud, so mm. you don't, mm. if you lose the handset, you've got a backup. Well, that was a theory um, with uh, one of T-Mobile's sidekick services in the US until that whole thing went down and everybody lost all their data, but... Hmm. Um, I think that was an isolated situation. Was so were basically the you'd hope so the backup server on the cloud had been badly administered. Mm. Obviously, yeah. Um, so initially it's going to be as well. so it's a bit like the Apple mobile me service as well yeah got, yeah which is, which is very similar um, hmm. except that doesn't have the apps I guess it's, if it's munched up with the apps although I'm not quite yeah, sure what apps together. so it's a bit yeah. of a different twist and initially it's going to be supported by two Samsung handsets uh, which is I mean Samsung are normally kind of at the forefront of anything they can mm. get involved with yeah. which is cool um, and uh, yeah okay so I'm not really sure what it yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens about that. I haven't got my money on that one. Um, right, uh, other stuff. Moving into gaming. Well, I think mm. the, the, we've got a couple of big news ones. The first news, which I'm going to spring on you now, Ian, is that on, the then. Call of Duty, the new hot title, yeah. has taken in its first you know day of release three hundred and ten million dollars. Oh my goodness, that's incredible. Which, um, which has got to be... Um, that is amazing. That is, you know, and they did have the launch in Leicester Square in the UK, so they had a... <laughs> in um, one day. But that's, you know, almost double the taking of meatballs, isn't it? Yeah, so, and that's... 4.7 4. million copies sold in the UK and the USA. Wow. How amazing yeah. is that? I mean, it's taken a number of years to build to it. It's like, what, the sixth episode in the, in the franchise, but... Um, yeah, how I mean, I've heard it's very good. Uh, and I probably will avail myself of a copy at one point. Um, <laughs> that is quite amazing. 
So it uh, it just goes to prove that um, it must franchises do work and you can milk them for a long time. <laughs> That's right. It's all about the gaming industry. It's all about intellectual property. It's also about the first couple of weeks of game release. Interesting. Yes. I have a friend that. Uh, used to work in Sony and now works in uh, LucasArts in San Francisco mm-hmm. and uh, he reckons the first couple of weeks are key to any game release after that. It's all downhill and all the hype needs to be very quick and everyone gets in there, buys it and then it, it's only really the kind of Nintendo titles that have any sort mm. of longevity whatsoever. But even them, some of them aren't doing particularly well. So, mm. and, and I mean, I guess what's annoying, I guess, for the game developer here is that they don't see any of the, the resale value, all these, you know, mm. The high street stores, so if people have played, I think the, the gameplay is about 10 or 11 hours for the sort of um, the arcade version. Mm-hmm. And obviously there's a massive amount of material for online, mm. um, which is uh, which won't necessarily work for all those Xbox 360 people, will it? But, um, so I, I think that's stunning. And it, it apparently is an excellent game to play. Um, although Fantastic. Certificate 18, of course. So Yeah, uh, it is. Uh, in fact, there's a little, little bit of a fuss in the UK about... Uh, uh, some of the parliamentarians worrying that, uh, in fact, this might find its way into the hands of children. Uh, which I, think so. <laughs> mm, I think they're probably right. Definitely, <laughs> lots of lots of mums queuing up with yes. their kids to buy it. <laughs> there we That's go. Right. Um, uh, so, Electronic Arts, what are they up to? Uh, well, um, a couple of things. They're buying this. They're dropping um, what. 300 million on Playfish, which is a, a bit like the Zynga guys. I think they're sort of social okay. gaming yeah, yeah. people. They're also laying lots of people off, I think. Mm. Um, so you know, it's kind of one way or the other. So, but I mean, it, it does mean that um, mm-hmm. EA's got into the, it, they couldn't buy yeah. Zynga, I guess, but Playfish yeah. um, is the one to get. So it's a London based oh, game developer. There's a, an earn out to keep the guys still there. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's top games include Pet Society, Restaurant City, Country Story, and Who Has the Biggest Brain? Who Has the Biggest Brain? I'm aware of. I yeah. have a copy of that one. Um, do you, are you heard of any of the other ones no. there? No, I'm afraid not. Okay, Who Has the Biggest Brain is a bit like brain training, I right. suppose. Okay. Um, and oh, I've got, I think I've got that on my iPhone, actually. <laughs> uh, wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me. Um, yeah, but that, I mean, it shows there's money in them, their games. Indeed, there's a lot of money in social gaming at the moment, although uh, there's a bit of controversy at the moment in respect to Zynga, who uh, yeah. the CEO has come out and said, uh, yeah, we did whatever we need to do to get uh, revenue through the door. Um, and it is, mm. uh, well, We uh, talked a bit about Farmville and how it's kind of... It gets, gets people hooked. But again, I mean, that's the, you know, that's the nature of gaming, I suppose. You've got to get people, keep, keep people playing. You certainly do, certainly do. Um, but, uh, Very cool. So we haven't got into Farmville then since we last no, talked about. No, I'm afraid I, my farm is still fallow and um, <laughs> stony ground all yes. that. Uh, we got to level eleven on Mafia Wars though, but I don't know. Oh, you don't well. seem to do very much. You just hit the fight button until everyone goes away or you die. It's not tough. <laughs> well, if you died, you have to start again. Well, no, you just wait another day and you get more energy or something. So okay, so you just kind of get uh, sent to the hospital. Kind of yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, a tad more gaming news. Mm-hmm. Um, on the, I guess, whether Microsoft chose the launch of um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare or whatever it's called to um, mm-hmm. cut off all the people, and I've heard mixed reports, maybe even up to a million people on Xbox Live have been disconnected. Mm-hmm. And this is because they've decided that these people have modified consoles. Yeah, and, they've, chipped, uh, they've chipped their boxes to play downloaded or pirated discs. Right. 
Which, which of uh, course they're just DVD format, aren't they? So they're probably yeah, relatively easy to people to. Yeah. Which um, um, that's uh, that's kind of harsh because uh, there's, there's 20 million Xbox Live users. So at, at one million, that's that's one in twenty. I don't know if these people are, are they not paying for Xbox Live or they're just uh, no, they're chipped, still playing so. for the live, the live okay. game. But they haven't bought the game; they're playing with Xbox Live. So Live is the the service that allows you to chat and, mm-hmm. and play games together. But presumably, it's a game matching forum, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Whatever game you have that you actually got in your mm. console may not necessarily be legal. Yeah. Mm. Well, I think it's kind of these do these games. You know, no, we're hearing the numbers. We talked about it. You know, mm-hmm. taking. Um, you know, 310 million, but I'm sure the development costs of Call of Duty are probably, oh, you know, easily 50 million, million, something like that, I guess. Yeah, something like that. Um, big, uh, big money, these games. Uh, to yeah, actually so, get them you know, good, it's, it's, it's like stealing guys, you know, you've got to go, get with the program. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. And if you're uh, running a modified console, then uh, Microsoft are going to switch you off. Mm, indeedy. So, um, good for gaming. Now, if you're doing the gaming, you don't have time for the housework. Um, <laughs> so how can you combine the two? I'm glad you was asked. that a segue, eh? Um, <laughs> well, well I, I actually, I was having a chat with someone at work here who's got one of these, uh, I thought they were a bit stupid, but uh, a Roomba sort of uh, vacuum cleaner like thing. like um, little robot vacuum cleaner things. Yeah, it looks like a, one of those horseshoe crabs, but without the tail. Uh-huh. Um, and apparently they, they do work pretty well. Wow. Um and they go and, and this little article here. I just the reason I saw it was someone um, is obviously you can hack your Roomba, mm-hmm. and some geeks have done a um, or oh, oh, <laughs> have done playing Pac Man with Roombas. They're actually laying out the the grid on the floor, the dots, and, uh, and then someone does a ghost <laughs> and someone does the Pac Man. <laughs> That's kind of cute because uh, obviously the dots are what you eat as you scoot along, and the Roombas suck them up, so you actually see the dots go away, which is very yeah. cool. <laughs> but I don't know how the ghosts don't. I guess you just turn off the sucky bit yeah, on the ghosty thing. That's right, and they just kind so. of very cool. Um, so if you want to dedicate your entire yeah. apartment to playing Pac Man, fantastic. Well, I think you need several of them as well, and they are sort of 300 bucks each. So, yeah, uh, so someone has too much time. Too much money. I, might, very uh, cool. might, I might be tempted to get one of those, I think. Uh, yeah. But apparently. They're so cool that you spend your time when you could be cleaning actually watching the thing doing the cleaning. So it's so not necessarily a time-saving device. <laughs> but definitely um, more entertaining than cleaning. Than you. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, so that's that one. Um, the other gadget I've seen this week, which I think is quite cool, um, is the um, from a company which has got a rubbishy name, I must say, uh, Withings. Um, and they've got a Wi-Fi scale, a set of scales, which basically you stand on it. Yeah. And it will then post your weight and body mass index and stuff to a website, or even, of course, there's an iPhone app as well. Oh, fantastic. Um, and it's actually quite a cool piece of kit. Yeah, um, James, I must confess that when I saw this, uh, saw your link on, on Facebook, I think it was, uh-huh. um, for this, I decided, well, I have to have one of those. So You bought one, I bought you? one, yeah. You're feeling a bit porky, eh? Well, you know, after the last few trips to the US, um, they had some great beer there and uh, some fantastic <laughs> food. And I'm thinking, you know what? The only way to inspire me to... to is to share of, your weight. <laughs> to do some exercise is to um, embarrass myself into actually making this happen. So I'm going to actually tweet... Um, tweet your weight. Tweet my weight, um, which is fine because, you know, I think in kilograms. And so that's pretty uh-huh. much in code for everyone in the UK and the US. They won't know what I weigh at all. Um, but uh, that's just that's just 
Too so we can see your trending weight on, on <laughs> Twitter. Right. See so when's it going to arrive? When's this, is it here uh, already? It's not here already. Hopefully next week. So as soon as it okay, comes in, should, I should get some um, affiliate sales click-throughs. Then. You should, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm Very still trying cool. to make sure I have less tweets than followers. But uh, Less tweets than followers. Oh, right. It's some sort of magic index. Well, that's kind of what I'm thinking, <laughs> but uh, I, I think I'm failing at the moment. Yeah. Um, and there is a big tweet, um, 140 character conference actually next week in London. So, oh, right. um, where Mr. Fry, where Mr. Stephen Fry, will be up there and at it. Oh, um, that's quite interesting. Very but interesting. yeah, oh, I'm look for, I'm jealous. I, I have I have gadget envy. Yeah. Well, we'll have to see how it works out. And um, yeah, well, <laughs> I hope you actually get it because some of these projects or products, you know, they announce them and all this kind of stuff, but then you I can't know. actually buy them. I know. Yeah. No, I've um, gone to the side and I actually uh, put my credit card in, and it should be turning up. So, all right. Well, I thought it was some elaborate scam. Uh, that could be it, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> all the overweight geeks in the world have <laughs> put their credit card in. <laughs> yeah, well, I hope it works for you, and. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued. I, I am thinking about getting one of them myself, but uh, I'm not really into it'd weighing be, myself. It should be a bit of fun. Well, you know, I'm, I'm not exactly a fan of it myself, but uh, get back into the cycling in the mornings and we'll we'll see what happens. Exactly. Cool. I mind you, I'm getting another accessory for my bike, actually. They've just decided yeah. making the thing so I can, um, I can cycle in. So Cool. I think Thursdays in future could be cycling days. So. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Anyway, I guess that's about the end of our news. Uh, wraps us up for one, two, two. Indeed. So um, do send us your feedback or comments, and uh, hopefully uh, the audio quality is slightly better on this episode. Much apologies for me uh, getting my wires next last episode. Um, but it's goodbye from me, James. And goodbye from me, and cheers. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>